look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're listening to 770 CHQR and More Than Money. And, you know, the, the conversation about affordability, about long-term care, about seniors' homes, these are the things that are pressing, especially as we have an aging demographic here in Canada uh, and I want to focus on Alberta as well. Um, this is a concern of ours, as clients of ours, as uh, and listeners of this show know that uh, you know when we get older, we want to make sure that we've got those services. More important that it's affordable and they're available. So let's talk about what's out there with you know set the, within the next seven years, the national average for seniors' home rents could reach about four thousand dollars a month, is what we've been told. So let's have more discussion about this. We have Lauren Tamlin Watts. She's National Director of Law, Policy and Research at the Canadian Association of Retired Persons, known as CARP. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you. So let's start talking about uh, the, the article that was recently published, uh, uh, noticing that uh, we could have uh, rents for, for seniors' homes going up as high as $4,000. Um, what's the outlook for people who may want to move into some sort of seniors' residence? It's really important to plan ahead because what we see is that residences that offer some type of supportive care, whether that be meds, help, or dining, and so on, we're really running into a shortage of them. And part of the reason we're running into that shortage is because we have a shortage of long-term care home beds. And so what happens is the pressure moves downward. So we're getting more and more pushed into that middle option of what we call retirement homes or assisted living houses. Okay, so there's there's less availability because we, we need more supply. Is there incentives out there or any kind of program out there to build uh, more of these homes? It kind of depends where you are in the country. Some local initiatives or municipalities are encouraging building in that area, um, and some really haven't yet kind of got their heads around the real need for different kinds of affordable housing for people who also need support. So well, the answer to that question is, depends what your postal code is. Okay. So what are the prices like are in Alberta, for example? Well, you know, uh, the numbers that you heard are, are not surprising to me in any way. I mean, I think if you're going to look to see, you'll see at the very, very low end, about, say, two-ish thousand dollars. That's very low end. And it is not difficult to find $12,000 a month. Now, I don't know about you, but I would have a really hard time affording that. And one of the things that you need to look at is when they're talking about those dollars, are that, is that the total dollars for the month, or is that just the rent component? Because very often, you may have, for instance, something three or $4,000, but if you look at it, on top of that, you're being charged for services. And so you have to be a very aware person when you're looking at what's available to get a sense of what the total dollar value of, of what's happening in that monthly component. So you mentioned earlier about you need to plan ahead. Not too many people do this. Not too many people start to explore that option. And some are are put in that option without advance notice for themselves through medical reasons or what have you. Um, how does someone plan ahead? What should they be doing to plan ahead? 
they should be doing is looking where they live now. Look around. Is it accessible? Are there things that you could do in your own home now that means that you may not have to move in to another type of residence? So can you take out walls or widen things? Can you make bathrooms more accessible? So that's kind of at the first end. Can you make the place that you are better so you don't have to move? Some people will want to move because what we know is that people can get very lonely as they age and having a greater community as well as support services can be both nice as well as medically necessary. So at that point, you know, I, I think it's really important that when we think about planning ahead, you have a, a real thought about how long you'll live. You know, when you go to financial planners and you're putting away money for retirement, they routinely use numbers like 80 or 85. But what we know is the Canadian population is now routinely living well into their mid-80s and into their 90s and over 100. So part of planning ahead is having a look at what level you expect for your money to stretch to. So think about putting money aside, not just for your retirement, but for your quality of life and your living expenses. I think you raise a good point there, Laura. One thing that we do on our team for our clients, we kind of estimate what those uh, costs are. So we do a full health plan with our clients to understand um, what are some of their concerns, what their doctors are saying could be a high probability of issues and risks down the road. We start to quantify what those those risks could mean in, in, in regards to long-term care or home care. And then what are what, what do we do to plan for that in the overall strategy? So I think I'm I'm very happy to hear that you're you're talking about not just wait till later, figure it out sooner uh, and, and go from there. I kind of want to switch gears as well. Um, uh, Laura, there's going to be a lot of people who are looking for retirement homes, for looking long-term care facilities, and, and unfortunately, because of the lack of availability at this point in time, what are your options if you can't find a spot? So you, we talk about the health and housing continuum, everything from living in your own home and getting home care support to kind of moving into that retirement home, which is usually some type of a private pay option with extra services, some some places have government subsidies for that, like British Columbia and, and some in Alberta as well. Uh, some don't in Ontario, for instance. It's entirely private pay. Or then you're moving into long-term care. So what I would suggest to folks is think about every kind of creative option along that line. Is there maybe not a house that you live in right now, but one that's close to your neighborhood that's more easily accessible on transit, that can get you where you need to go, but is maybe a bungalow. Is there an option if you decide that you want to co-live with family or friends, can you divide up your house and use part of a home as an accessible suite uh, and then rent out the other part of your home so you're earning money on the rest of it, but you're living in an accessible suite? So really think about what you have now and how you can maximize it. When you're looking at moving into a retirement home, you know, think through what it is that you want. Are you looking to be close to family and friends? If so, you may decide that actually moving to a different place is where you want to go, which is often something people don't think about. You may not decide that you want to stay there uh, because that's a community that you've long lived to. The people may be more important. So think about what's most important to you and then look in those areas. 
We see people also looking to go to other jurisdictions because they think that it's less expensive and the quality of life is good. Lots of folks in Alberta came from the Maritimes, and what we see is something called east-sizing, where people are retiring in Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and and so forth, and other areas here, and and Newfoundland as well, where cost of living is much less expensive and they can get maybe more accessible services and, and so on. If you'd like to stay close to home, that's great. Look now and maybe put your name down on the list earlier than later. Can I ask one question before we have to go for break? Um, Is there somebody or a company or companies out there that help families navigate this whole system? Because I think it's it's overwhelming. Sometimes people are ill-equipped with information. Um, You open up the Internet and you start Googling. There's a lot of stuff that can come your way. Um, Are there companies out there that actually help individuals figure this all this all this stuff out? And this is a terrific question. More and more we're seeing usually smaller organizations provide kind of a concierge-based service for families, and I think it's money well spent. So I was uh, just working with a company here in Ontario called Healthcare Sisters, and the type of work that they do is they help to either sell the house or put your uh, things up for sale, help to organize moving. They know where the long-term care facilities are or the retirement homes and have existing relationships. They can help to navigate the medical, legal, and financial aspects, and they can work with your financial planner. So we are seeing more of these. They exist more in the United States. But they are coming up now in Canada. And I think that for some families, it's money well spent. Thank you very much for joining us, Laura. Thank you. This is Laura Tamlin-Watts, National Director of Law, Policy and Research at CARP. Uh, And so this is a part of a conversation that you need to have with your family, with your significant other. Even if you're 30 years away from needing these services, you should have some sort of base plan and build on it. Conversations with your medical professionals and your financial advisors need to be working together on this. This is what we call the health bucket. And the biggest concern when we start to speak to our clients and to people who discuss this situation with us, they're worried about, will they have enough money to cover these types of expenses and their current lifestyle? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, can your money last for your entire lifetime, no matter how your your life changes? We'll discuss that on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go on our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. And join us after the break. We're going to ask whether the fact that millennials are struggling in is really the fault of the baby boomers. <laughs> they blame them for everything. You're on 770 CHQR and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.